0: hey everybody welcome to another episode of the wcpo high school insider podcast i'm your host mike dyer week 13 of the high school football season got a lot of playoff action going on this is uh, the fourth week in indiana the second week in kentucky and the third week in ohio we have 13 greater cincinnati teams still alive in the ohio high school football postseason our wcpo nine game of the week is undefeated princeton taking it on 10-2, Lakota West, a rematch of a GMC game in Week 2, in which the Vikings won on this field here in Westchester, 18-3. More on that game here in a little bit. As always, this WCPO High School Insider Podcast is presented by Greater Cincinnati, Northern Kentucky Chick-fil-A Restaurants, where the winning play is always chicken. Well, we're visiting Lakota West here this afternoon, and uh, the Firebirds have won 10 consecutive games since that Week 2 loss to Princeton. Coach Tom Bolden has the Firebirds on a roll. They have a totally different quarterback from that Week 2 matchup, but the same strong defense, the same outstanding playmakers, and uh, the Firebirds are looking to be in their Fourth consecutive regional final with a victory over undefeated Princeton, but they have to get past the Vikings team that is on a roll. Believe it or not, the Vikings, this will be their 13th game this season. 12 of those games have included GMC opponents, including three straight weeks in the postseason of GMC opponents. So, uh, certainly going to be some interesting uh, matchups when it comes to this game. Um, Lakota West. Like I mentioned, um, they are 49-10 and 10 since the start of the 2019 season, going for their fourth consecutive regional final appearance. And uh, let me go over to talk to Coach Bolton and a few of his players here about the Firebirds' mindset heading into the third week of the playoffs. Uh, well, Coach, obviously our, our uh, WCPO9 game of the week here, uh, rematch with Princeton uh, this time in the playoffs. And before we kind of talk about Friday night, let's kind of get caught up on uh, the Firebirds a little bit. Ten consecutive victories. What's going so well? What did you like about the the matchup against Elder last week, and how you guys won?
1: Well, I think what's going so well is we're we're growing up. You know what I mean? I, it was we had five brand new O linemen, a new quarterback to start the year offensively. I mean that's a that's a rough combination, and but they've gotten better and better each week defensively. We've we've played well enough, even in the two losses, we have played well enough to win defensively. They they just keep getting better each week, but that that's been the big thing offensively. We've just Keep getting better and better, and that's obviously helped us get to the position that we're in. And you know, kind of culminated with that last week. We ran for 240 yards, uh, you know, which which was awesome. We were able to control the ball, keep that keep that offensive elders off the field. So uh, I, that was a big part of it for sure. I
0: went back and looked at a quote that you had back in July saying. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to be pretty good at the start of the year, but we're going to be really, really good yeah, at the end I, of the year. The only
1: thing I was off is we weren't very good at the beginning of the year. We were bad. But, uh, but yeah, no, I think, like I said, that just kind of goes with what I talked about. I think the kids have, have stayed the course and understood that um, – you know, ideally, you want to be hitting on all cylinders, but I just knew with that combination of five brand new eye a brand new alignment, and a new, new quarterback, that's just tough to overcome early on. Playing really good teams. I was
0: saying, really manage the offense. Uh, he
1: he does a great job in terms of he he just finds a way to make the play. Um, he's a he's deceptively elusive in terms of what he's running the ball. He's not a big kid. Um, you know, he's not the 205-pounder like Mitch was, but uh, he, he's really athletic. He's fast. Uh, he's slippery. So when he gets in space, he's tough to bring down. Um, and, and like I said, he has gotten better and better each week, and he just kind of plays with a little bit of a reckless abandon, just enough that uh, makes him really good. Uh, was
0: there a conversation with him? Obviously, you had a quarterback competition this offseason. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, he'd be, the funny thing about it, if you ask Sam, he'd probably tell you, it, there was parts of the summer, like, of the three or four battling times, he was the worst one. And that's what was – I mean, he, and I think it was just Sam just trying to do too much uh, uh, throughout the summer and things like that instead of just um, – just playing and being himself and things like that. And I think once he got to that, obviously, it's it showed in this play. What have you
0: seen just from the O-line in and, and your running game? And how well, that's work?
1: the thing. I mean, you know, we're, we're, we were looking at it. We are we're got three different kids on the O-line that this game against Princeton than we did in week two. So that's part of the process and things like that. And some were due to injury and a couple over, just guys played better than others. So. Um, that's been the biggest part where the O line each week has gotten better and better and better, and uh, and it's 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 really shown in our play.
0: You knew your defense would be strong. Yeah, you we're know, we're some of those guys like Grant and yeah. Uh, Jacob. yeah, that's
1: the thing. Grant Beerman has been. I mean, you you talk about getting better and better each week. Grant has been absolutely lights out. Uh, he's got a great combination of 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 you know the length, the size, the speed. He just gets better and better with understanding defense and stuff like that. Or, you know, when I talk to our guys defensively, and it's not a – no secret sauce to it or anything like that. It's just each one of them doing their jobs. I mean, they are a talented group. So when each one of them are doing their job, the, the whole collective thing is really darn good. So that's what you just need to understand. Don't try to do, you know, too much. Do your job and your job's enough.
0: What did you say about the GMC having three of the four teams here? In the yeah, pretty
1: wild. Region. You know, you talk to people, all oh, the GMC's down and all that other kind of stuff and all that. But yeah, here you are with, you know, three of the four left. I mean, pretty cool stuff to see. So uh, yeah, it's, 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 um, it, it's well, well, says a bunch about the league, says a bunch about the coaching that you have within this league for sure.
0: What are they going to be the keys Friday night against Princeton.
1: We got to take care of the ball offensively. Man, that, that's that's the thing. We just got to take care of it offensively and defensively. We got to execute our assignments. Do your job. And is is crazy as it sounds. It's really no. I don't mean this to slight Princeton or anything like that. We got our hands full. Obviously, they beat us. I mean, they're a really good team. They they. Uh, it is just the simplicity of that. You know, I just try to tell the kids. Do your job defensively, take of the ball on offensively, and we'll have a chance to win a game. How
0: is Princeton different just from week two from when you and, they've
1: gotten better and better each week? The young quarterback's gotten good. He was really good when we played him the, the first game and and at defensively they just fly around and get after it. They've been lights out and stay all, you know, all year. And that's the thing. They they've gotten better, we've gotten better, so we'll see who's better's better. How about that? If right. that makes any damn sense. No,
0: no, no <laughs> doubt about Talk to Coach Andre Parker this week. I mean, he mentioned just the mental advantage that this time of year, you've been doing this long enough. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I mean, you talk about maybe just that. That. Yeah,
1: you, you know. know, that's the thing, because it, it is a grind. I mean, the whole process is a grind. And the, and the greatest thing about it is you just got to keep telling the kids, um, you know, it's you don't play well enough, you go home. This is this is it. But it's it's just that, you know, one practice at a time, um, one quarter at a time, one half at a time and, and each game at a time. And and and. But it, but it's a grind. I mean, it's tough on kids. I mean, especially in this day and age of, of entitlement and instant gratification and things like that. I mean, this is you know, we've been at it for a long time and it's it's six days a week for the for the kids and seven days a week for the coaches. And and you got to love what you do. And this group loves what the, what what they do. So I think that's part of the reason why we're at where we're at. Coach
0: Bolden has to stay caffeinated, right?
1: Uh, not as much anymore, okay. to be honest with you, but um, but but I, I do get an energy drink in me here here and there. So we've uh, we've stocked it up in the factory lounge pretty good. What's <laughs> the beverage of choice. Uh, the Celsius. I'm into the Celsius now. I mean, is that a shameless plug? Can I get some love from them if they're watching? Yeah, no, it's actually a pretty good pretty good pretty good drink. So,
0: yeah. Coach, appreciate it. Best of luck. Yeah, to thank you. Right you
2: appreciate you guys. Thank you guys. You. Thank thank you guys. Nice. Uh, I'm Sam Wiles. I Play quarterback. Go to
0: West. Tell us a little bit about your season here and catch us up with uh, how the offense has been uh, successful these uh, really the past 10 weeks since you've had 10 consecutive wins.
2: Well, our offense is doing great right now. I mean, obviously, we have playmakers everywhere. I trust all my guys. Uh, We're all under one mind. I mean, it's all very,
0: very much like a brotherly group. We're all doing really good. Was there a moment for you, Sam, that you really felt confident and you're like, hey, this is my as far as the offense goes, I mean, can you tell me was there something that just clicked for you? Definitely in the Fairfield game I
2: mean I was very nervous for that game first start but you know all my guys when they heard the news that I was starting they all came up to me they all showed that like hey I trust this guy I know you can do great and all you got to do is stay out there stay calm and trust us and I was like all right I got you and then obviously you're throwing some big passes getting just checked downs and get into a groove, and I was, able to get, I was able to get into a good groove and a fast groove there with them. And I was like, I know these are my guys. I know I can count on them. What are you doing so well? I understand you're pretty elusive, uh, you know, running the football can you Tell me what, what's been effective for you right now. Definitely my legs. I've been able to escape the pocket and, you know, just pick up some yards on the ground whenever we needed it. So I think being able to run is tough for the defense to keep track of that and our, and our receivers. Our receivers are super fast and very good at, you know, getting open.
0: Played Princeton Week 2. Obviously, you weren't the starting quarterback at that point. But uh, do you feel like that's ancient history right now going into this week? Yeah. I mean, obviously,
2: Princeton's a great team. They're undefeated for a reason. And I feel like this is our chance to get them back. And all props to them for having a great season. I mean, they're having a spectacular season. So I think that, that game we're putting in the past, and we're looking at now as we've never played them, and we're just going to go out there and give it our all. What's your mindset going into this game? What's going to be the keys to victory for you guys? Keys to victory for us would definitely be get the ball to our playmakers, you know, do what we do best, and just let us go out there and play and have fun. How much fun have you had? I've had a great time this year, you know, all my brothers and us, you know, just out there playing football. I mean, what's better
0: than that? Coach mentioned five new offensive linemen at the start of the year. I mean, Mm -hmm. can you describe to me or illustrate how the growth of the O-line has really helped you guys? Um, Yeah, I mean –
2: All of our alignment are really good but you know in practice you know we're all showing up showing out you know giving it our all so i think just all everybody being able to click and i know if one lineman goes down and the next comes in they're going to be just as good
0: this uh, program has made three consecutive regional finals i know you're not thinking ahead to next week by by any means but certainly just this tradition is being built in a very short amount of time and coach has 49 victories since the 2019 season. Uh, What's it like to put on the uniform here, Lakota West?
2: Oh, it it means a lot to put on the uniform. I mean, playing for Lakota West, you know, playing for all the boys here, all your friends who you grew up with, went to elementary school, middle school with. You know, it's just great being able to play with such a great coach like Tom Bolden. So Appreciate it, Sam. Best of luck to you Friday night. Thank you. Thanks.
0: Um, I'm Jacob Asbeck. I'm a senior, and I'm an outside linebacker. Jacob, uh we're talking about our game of the week this week, uh, mm-hmm. your game against Princeton in the regional semifinal. But before we talk about that a little bit, maybe just how the season has gone. Ten consecutive victories. Yes sir. What do you like most about the way you guys are playing right now?
3: Um I think obviously at the beginning of the season we started off a little rocky. Um, and I think that as we kept going, we found our footing and we've been I mean we've been doing really good coming off of it. But um I mean we've faced some adversity and we've had to overcome some bumps and some obstacles, but I think we've been rolling, so What did this team
0: learn about itself? You go 0-2, it's uncharacteristic, Mm -hmm. people have high expectations every year like you mentioned. Um, Was there a conversation? Was there something in the locker room that was said? Yeah,
3: Yeah, I think our biggest thing was just really needing to dig deep. and I think that's what we did. I think just finding finding it in ourselves to just face adversity the best way possible to pretty much just overcome every obstacle that we're thrown and to basically just never give up no matter what. How strong has this defense been? We've been very strong. We've been very strong. I think... I think all of us know on the defense that, I mean, we are, we're in it. We're killers. We're, we're, we're there.
0: Yeah. What are you guys doing so well right now? Would you say just in the playoffs?
3: Um, I think, I think that we've been, we've just been flying to the ball really well. I think that um, at times it hasn't been great, but our communication has been better. Um, I think that we've, especially once we found it, we've been really good at our communication and just being on the same page and just pretty much just making plays.
0: Jacob, you've been on this big stage for the past couple of years here. Uh, I would assume nothing phases you when it comes to these big playoff mm-hmm. games. But still, what kind of mindset do you have to have, just for the mental edge when it comes? You to just money?
3: you can't get too high and you can't get too low. You kind of just kind of keep it middle ground the whole time. I mean, you just gotta you gotta be aware. You gotta be in the moment. You just have to be locked in and focused um, on everything that's going on.
0: I mean, you do something before a game or even the day before a game to get you ready.
3: Um, yeah, me personally, I pray a lot. So that's what, that's what I like to do. Um, just kind of get my mind right and I'll, Sit there, get in the playbook a little bit, and yeah, uh,
0: well, it's going to be the key on Friday night against Princeton. So. Just
3: do our jobs, follow our assignments, and get it done. Great.
0: Appreciate it, Jacob. Yes, sir. Best of luck to you. Thank you, I Thank appreciate you.
4: it. Grant Bierman, Lakota West, uh, 2025, and I'm a middle great, linebacker.
0: Great, great. Uh, talk a little bit about this defense and what it's uh, how strong it's been and what it's meant to uh, the program just overall these past few weeks in the playoffs.
4: Yeah, I think you know not only the past couple of weeks but the past couple of years, our defense has been the standing point for. You know, Lakota West, and, you know, when people play us, they always think about our defense. And what goes behind that is the coaching and the leadership. I think there's a lot of leaders on our team, especially Jacob Asbeck that lead this team. And, you know, that really helps us, you know, play fast, keep a high motor and uh, good motivation, you know, starting 0-2. And coming off of that, we need leadership, and that's where we found it on the defense. Jacob Asbeck, Eli, and uh, Gabe, you know, really helped us. And that's, I think that's our standing point in our defense. That's what it really stands out, our leaders.
0: Jacob plays with such intensity. I mean, a lot of your teammates do, obviously. But I mean, what have you learned the most from him?
4: Yeah, no. Coming from a linebacker position, I've not only learned how to play like him, you know, say low, use your hands, fundamental stuff, but also keep a high head. Um, starting on too, like I said, you know, a lot of people were down. Uh, a lot of critics, you know, thought we were going to have a down year and now we're in round three of the playoffs, and now I've learned to keep a high head no matter what. We've had some bad series where we needed to get stopped, and no, even last game against Elder, that's what happened. We were, we were down at half, and we came out, and keeping a high head, high motor, you know, really won us the game.
0: You mentioned the Elder game, you had a big forced fumble. Can you describe that play to me, maybe kind of point out where, what you did? Yeah, it
4: happened so fast. Um, I think it happened right over there in the five-yard line, um, good QB run, good player. Uh, Co-GCL player of the year, Ryan Brass. He ran in. Um, my safety, Finn Mason, made a really big hit, got him in there, and I was just able to punch the ball out. Really big play. Uh, turned the game around, um, but you know, couldn't do it without Finn and the rest of the defense.
0: What did that mean to you in that moment?
4: Yeah, it was it was exciting. You know, all the hard work pays off. Um, my coach, he's not here today, but T. Gray, he played a bit in the NFL, and he teaches us, you know, Uh, playing the hands, uh, stripping the ball, and all that going to work is really encouraging, knowing that what I learn in practice actually goes to use. And it's really evolved me as a player.
0: Former Indiana University and Colerain High School linebacker, T. Gray Scales, right? Yes, sir. What have you learned from him?
4: Yeah, no, he's been a great, great coach. Um, He came early in the season, um, didn't know much about him, but learning, you know, he's an exceptional player, all-time leading tackler at Indiana, played a bit um, in the NFL. But I've learned, you know, he's taught us his technique from the NFL, not only that. But he's also, you know, he's a quiet guy until you get to meet him. And he's he's really a great person. So I've not only learned characteristics about him and how to be a great person, but he's also taught me how to be a great player. And I, you know, take credit for that play down there. I give that to him.
0: Very cool. Um, What was his reaction? Did you mention that to him?
4: Yeah, no, I I told him I got off the sideline. No, I had another play where I used my hand to break up the ball and we practiced that and practiced like every week, no, every day. And I got to him, I was like, you taught me that. That, that plays you. Thank you.
0: <laughs> cool. It's going from a coach and a player standpoint. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Let's talk Soft. about Friday night. Big game. You meet Princeton again second time this year. They're undefeated. we are going to be the keys to victory in your mind?
4: Yeah, they're a great team, but, you know, I think we're an exceptional team if we do what we're supposed to do. Um, high motor, high head again, and, you know, do what we're supposed to do, our keys, um, and just do our job. I think we should be able to be in a ball game with them and you know, hopefully move on to the next round.
0: You know, everybody's good this time of year. You're playing great opponents everywhere. Yes, sir. Is it just that mental advantage that maybe a team can get over another that's the biggest difference for you? I mean, can you tell me about that?
4: Yeah, you know, I think our team has a bunch of great athletes, obviously. We have a great defense. But Coach Bolden has taught, to, taught us to have a mental state that's just unlike any other team. We train throughout the summer to just be better than other teams by being in a better mental state. So when we're down, we're always up, you know, never too high, never too low. Jacob, I heard Jacob saying that earlier, and that's what we live by, you know, never too high, never too low. And that helps us to keep it in a middle ground and always play great.
0: Great, great. Best of luck to you on Friday night. Yes, sir. All Thank you. you. Appreciate it. Well, the Princeton Vikings are 12-0 for the first time in program history. They had an 11-0 record for the first time since 1985, and Coach Andre Parker in his third season really has the Vikings on a definite path of uh, success this season. Uh, the Vikings are 32-5, which are seasons here in Cherry Hill, and uh, certainly it's going to be a big-time matchup. On Friday night, in uh, fact, in that week two game, Princeton had six sophomores that's played. So I'm talking to Coach Andre Parker this week. He said a lot of the, the team has grown up, they've matured, a little more wiser, uh, and uh, certainly week two is ancient history when it comes to this matchup. It's all about the fundamentals for the Vikings: tackling well, using leverage, uh, being smart on offense, limiting turnovers. Sounds cliche this time of year, but uh, this uh, is team that's trying says. GMC title outright for the first time since 1993 well the winner will play Mason and Moeller uh, either of those teams were going to be playing uh, in the regional final on November 17th, and uh, Mason and Mueller meeting for the second straight season in the regional semifinals, that game being at Princeton. Uh, just part of a, a GMC theme when it comes to Region Four, three of the four teams uh, being from the GMC. Obviously, Mueller being the uh, state semifinalist the past two seasons out of the GCL South. Well, several other games we're keeping our eyes on. How about Division Two, Region Eight, Anderson and Harrison? That game is going to be played at Lakota East. That's the first matchup between those programs since 2019. Harrison upset Clayton Northmont last week. Meanwhile, number one seed Anderson uh, took care of business in a 41-3 victory over Kings. Well, that winner of that game was going to play the winner of Withrow and Troy. Highlighted Withrow over the weekend. The Tigers have 11 wins for the first time in program history. Remember, the school has been around for 104 years. This is their first regional semifinal appearance, and Coach Colley-Jones certainly doing some great things there in Hyde Park for uh, not only the offense. Everybody talks about Chris Henry Jr., the outstanding 2026 wide receiver, the Ohio State commit, but also the defense has really stepped up as well. So this is going to be an interesting matchup. That game against Troy is going to be played at Welcome Stadium in Dayton. Uh, several other games we're keeping our eye on. How about number one seeds, Baden, in Division Three, Region 12? Also, Clinton Massey in uh, Division 4, Region 16. Both those schools are gonna be uh, competing for the opportunity to move on to the regional finals. And in Kentucky, we got some uh, big time matchups as well. Dixie Heights and Highlands uh, in Class 5A. Also in Indiana, we have East Central and Batesville in their respective regional finals as well. So we'll have all the highlights for you, and uh, we'll have some analysis as well on WCPO9 Football Friday with Caleb No and Marshall Kramski. Uh, be sure to check out my uh, work on WCPO.com. Also have a story up about Mueller basketball coach Carl Kramer, who was elected to the Ohio Basketball Coaches uh, Hall of Fame uh, just this past weekend. So make sure you subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And we'll talk to you next week as we prepare for the regional finals around the state of Ohio.